Hello, I'm Scott Hamilton, Rockfile, back with another podcast review of the new movie, Color Out of Space. The movie was filmed, actually they wrapped up filming uh, in February, March of 2019, so they got this out pretty quick, actually. Uh, it stars Nicolas Cage, also Jolie Richardson, Madeline Arthur, Tommy Chong actually has a has a role, as he says in the documentary that's included on the 4K, uh, basically playing himself, but a crazy version of himself. Okay. Um, if you don't know much about Color Out of Space, it's been adapted a, f- a few times. It's an H.P. Lovecraft short story. Lovecraft, uh, some people love him, some people don't. Um, I'm a fan. He does a lot of cosmic horror, and a lot of what he discusses in his books is left to the imagination. He describes things as indescribable. And so you have to make up your mind about what he's talking about, make a picture in your mind of the old gods or the Cthulhu or whatever, you know, we could you you could do a million podcasts on Lovecraft's work. But when you adapt any book to a movie, you have to make it cinematic and you have to make it visual. There was a German version of Color Out of Space that I watched recently. It's streaming for free on Amazon Prime. And it was a very accurate version of the short story, but almost too accurate. It left some things to the imagination. And unfortunately, that made it kind of boring. It it was well shot. It was well made. It is... Uh, not the easiest movie to get through because it is slow and very deliberate. Um, it was shot on video but made to look like it was on film. All in all, I came out of that one very mixed. I, I just thought, yeah, it's just a good adaptation. You, you can't really fault them for that. But being a good ab- adaptation of the work didn't make it a great movie. Where on the other hand, Color Out of Space, this new version, was directed by Richard Stanley. And if you don't know who he is... He got his start in music videos. Um, he directed Brave by Marillion, which is a 50-minute long-form video, which he later disowned because he said it was re-edited and the running time was changed. But he directed two movies, Hardware, which is a, a really good, gritty science fiction movie, and Dust Devil, which is an interesting horror movie. And his third movie was going to be a fairly big-budgeted version of H.G. Wells' The Island of Dr. Moreau for New Line Cinema, and he was fired from that movie. They brought in John Frankenheimer to finish it. This was the one with Val Kilmer and and, uh, Marlon Brando. And that was it. It, He left movie-making after that experience. He, He, you know... There's a documentary if you want to get into why, uh, what his original vision was and why he was fired and, and what happened to the movie afterwards. The movie is not even a cult classic. It didn't come out very well. And, and long story short, it's been largely forgotten, except for the fact that it's what got him fired and got him out of the movie industry. He just didn't feel like making another movie for quite, quite some time. And then... Um, it turns out Elijah Wood is one of the producers on Color Out of Space, and, and he and the other producers decided, you know what, we've got a chance of getting Richard Stanley to make a movie, and we've got a chance at getting Nicolas Cage in this, and we we have a chance to do this, and, and they found, you know, they got the budget together, and, and they, they came to him, and Richard Stanley said, you know what, I, I, I might like to try this, and he did. And the rumor is now that he this is the first of a Lovecraft trilogy he's going to make, and he's going to try and make the Dunwich Horror next.
I thought it was largely successful. I've This was a movie that they seemed to sabotage from the get-go. I knew it was coming out. It was finally announced it was getting a theatrical release about a month ago. And my AMC app said it was coming. Uh, I, I Googled it, and there were showtimes. And then all of a sudden, the week before it opened, nothing. Two art theaters here in South Florida got it for midnight shows or late night shows, and that was about it. It did not get the full theatrical release it was supposed to get. So it was a a very inexpensive 4K release. The pre-order went up on Amazon. It dropped several weeks ago to like $17.99, which if you know anything about movies these days, that's pretty cheap for a 4K. And I pre-ordered it from Amazon. And I got an email over a week ago that Amazon said it would be delayed and I wouldn't get it till like Thursday. It was supposed to come out on Tuesday. And so I went over to BestBuy.com and I checked it out and they said the same thing, that they couldn't get it to me until Thursday at the earliest, maybe longer. Then, of course, Tuesday rolls around and I walk into Best Buy to pick up uh, Knives Out, which I had pre-ordered, and there were two copies of Color Out of Space. And Walmart had it as well, for more expensive, actually. Um, so... It was strange how this came out. I know it's on a, on, a, on a smaller video label, RLJE Films. But it was just like, it was supposed to get a theatrical release and it didn't. It was supposed to get a nice pre-order and it didn't. <laughs> and then it just kind of popped into stores. So you can find it around on Blu-ray and, and, uh, and 4K. It's also on the streaming services. It popped up on Tuesday as well. So about the movie. With all this said about the background and getting Richard Stanley to make it and, and you know trying to get this off the ground, it is not easy to adapt Lovecraft. There have been a bunch of Lovecraft adaptations over the years, uh, going back to the 60s. And most of them are just, they take the idea and they go somewhere else with it. Because, it, again, a lot of his horror is in your head. It's psychological. Um the ideas are are so big that he kind of leaves them nebulous and, and and ethereal, and you have to you have to quantify it in your head. So they wanted to make a good, you know, horror movie out of color, out of space. It is deliberately paced. It's a little slow in the beginning, but I think that's needed. They introduce the family. the 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 story, without spoilers, is a meteorite crashes in someone's yard, and it changes everything around and around it, including the people. I've seen some complaints about Nicolas Cage, who these days seems to just about film anything that comes across his desk. It seems like. And people are like, well, he changes in this movie and he does some strange things. Well, he's being affected by an alien entity, an alien intelligence, an alien organism. I think this is one thing that plays to his strengths, that he acts, you know, a bit indecisive and a little crazy in the movie, as does the rest of the characters who are being affected by this meteorite. It does start off with the psychological you know, pin underpinnings of the of the Lovecraftian work, but then it gets very visual, um, and it comes it becomes more of a body horror movie like The Thing. It, it does have some pretty horrible visuals, which if you're into horror movies, you're going to dig that. It's it's kind of gruesome, and it has an ending that's a bit mind blowing. That's it. 
they really spent you know a decent amount of money to pull this off, and they did pull it off. Is it one of my favorite movies of all time? No, I was hoping I would I would like it more, but I did like it. Don't get me wrong. It's a much better version of Color Out of Space than the black and white German version that I watched recently on Amazon Prime, the one I talked about at the beginning. It's not a movie for everybody. Don't go rent this movie and think you're going to get the thing because it's definitely not that. It's it's very much an adaptation of this short story. But most of my friends who have seen it have really enjoyed it. And I like movies that I need to watch a second time. Uh, the final third of the movie I need to watch again to make sure I got everything and to think about what it all means. And and, and that being said, if if you like movies like that, it, it's definitely a horror movie. It definitely has some gruesome imagery. It definitely has some good special effects. But it's definitely not the typical type of movie that you see in the cinemas these days. And that's what I liked about it. it it's not a Hollywood production. It's an independent production, and they were able to do some things that you probably wouldn't get away with in Hollywood. A producer would have said, no, nah, let's not go there. You know, let's not go that far. Let's not take it that far. But they did. And it, as that goes, it's a creative vision by its director, who wrote and directed it, and executed it very, very well. I think he got on camera what he wanted, and I am fully on board to see his next two adaptations of Lovecraft's work. It's not perfect, but it was very entertaining. It was something I looked forward to for a long time, and I wasn't disappointed. I wasn't exactly as enamored as I had hoped I would be, but I was a little blown away. And it's something I'm going to have to watch again to fully, probably watch more than once, to fully get everything that happens in the movie. So if that sounds like something you're into, it's a horror movie that's not easily digestible by the end. You're going to go, what the hell did I just watch? that's the kind of movie I usually like, though. And I really liked Color Out of Space. I'm glad I own a copy so that I can pop it in and watch it whenever I want. There is some controversy about the 4K release. If you don't have a 4K TV, you can kind of skip over this part. But early 4K TVs didn't have HDR, and now I think HDR makes a bigger difference in the picture than the resolution. 4K resolution is great. It tightens up the film. You know, it... it you know, that's, but HDR color spectrum is a lot wider than what we see on normal television, even in normal Blu-ray. And it really, really adds depth to things. Um, I just saw The Invisible Man in a Dolby Cinema last night, and they use HDR in that, in, in that cinema. And that brought out things. It's not that HDR is always going to blow you away with mind-blowing color, but you're seeing things more naturally, more like the eye sees. So the controversy about this 4K release is it doesn't have HDR. This is a small company that put this out, and so far their 4Ks have not had HDR on them. But you really wouldn't know it. It's a very colorful movie at times, and it did look like it was HDR enhanced. So I'll just say that. The controversy is a bit unfounded here. A lot of geeks look at tech specs and go, well, it didn't have HDR. I'm not buying the 4K, you know. I haven't popped in the Blu-ray to compare them A or B, but it does look really good on 4K. So discount the whole, it doesn't have HDR thing. It It's very colorful. It, it's, it's, it's a pretty mind-blowing movie. 
check out Color Out of Space, Nicolas Cage. This Rotten Tomatoes, it's got good reviews, so I'm not the only one. I'm Scott Hamilton. I'm Rockfile. My website is therockfile.com. Please subscribe to the podcast. Please check out the Patreon page. Let me know what you think of this movie if you watch it. I would love to hear some opinions on this. <laughs> Color of Space. Yeah, this is one that I'm going to be thinking about for a while. I'm Scott Hamilton. Thank you for listening. Thank you.